0: Welcome to this episode of your favorite interior design podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Stewart, interior designer, over-the-top maximalist, and firm believer that animal print when done well should be considered a neutral. This podcast is for anybody that has ever looked around their space and thought this is shit. You deserve better. And through my eclectic career, including multifamily housing, hospitality, senior living and high-end residential, I've learned that confidence is key. We'll be here each week with industry experts to share their experiences and motivate you to take action and create a space that feels good and makes you proud. I promise it'll be a little bit cussy, a lot sassy, and we'll have a ton of fun. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today on this episode of your favorite interior design podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about furniture layouts and floor plans, and specifically, we're going to be hanging out in the living room. I'm gonna share with you the top three mistakes that you might be making to make your furniture not fit right and your space feel like an amateur. Okay, we're gonna get right to it. The first one is, is your furniture under arrest? What do I mean by that? Furniture under arrest is a little thing that we call we call it when when your furniture is pushed all the way against all of the outside walls of your room. If you have a smaller space there's even ways to not put your furniture up against all the walls so let's talk about that a little bit when you walk into a space you can float your furniture which means it's not up against a wall it's not attached to anything it's literally in the space not against a wall if you have a smaller space and you want to fix up your furniture arrangement and not have everything pushed all the way to the walls but you don't have a lot of room one way to do it is to use a sofa table there are skinny sofa tables that can even be as thin as eight or ten inches and if you pull your sofa away from the wall and put a thin sofa table behind it which is a long skinny table you can then accessorize behind your sofa and you can also use that as a drink tray so when you're sitting on the sofa and lounging you can just reach over the back of the sofa And put your drink with a coaster, of course, on your sofa table instead of having to be on the end of the table or at the end of the sofa or having to have a little small table that you pull up next to you. So it serves a few functions, but aesthetically, what it does is it pulls the seating arrangement into the room and it brings people closer together to the center. And also, it gives you the opportunity to accessorize behind the sofa, which is gonna give depth to your space you can put some flowers back there you can put a tall sculpture you can put as few or as many things as you want whether you're a minimalist or a maximalist you can pull your sofa away from the wall and put in a sofa table back there that's one of the tricks to help your furniture not feel like it's all stuck to the outside edges of the walls and under arrest as we say I was laying out a space recently with uh, it was a physical therapy office actually and we were looking through the office area and i recommended that the office have the desks pulled out from the walls where they were perpendicular to the walls and this would give them an opportunity to put two or three desks in that space instead of everybody facing the wall with their back to the door all the way around the perimeter of the office space And what that did is it enabled them to get in a whole extra person with desk and task chair and their space and it allowed for people to not be facing a wall with their back to the door when they were in the space so think about how can you pull your furniture away from the walls is it by putting it perpendicular to the wall and for those of you who aren't familiar with perpendicular because you haven't been in school in a while that means creating like a t put it perpendicular to the walls, or just simply pulling it away from the walls. Give yourself a space to walk behind the sofa or behind the chairs, and it's okay for your furniture to be floating in the middle of the room. All right, the next thing that you may be doing that is making your space look like an amateur space is that you have your layout in your family room where people are walking in front of the TV when they walk into the room. Yes, I completely understand. Sometimes there isn't an option and that's just how it's going to be. But when you're laying out your your living room space, think about where are people walking into the room from and what is the path of travel. We've talked about the traffic flow a few times already, and this is really something that goes into how you use the space on a regular basis. If somebody has to always walk in front of the TV while you are on the sofa, get even just into the room maybe not even to come and sit down on the sofa then it's going to be an annoyance and you want to try to avoid that of course because we don't want to be annoyed in our space that we're in all the time so one of the ways to do this is for example if you have a room that you come into from the great room let's say you walk into an entrance and you don't have an entrance area You just walk straight into the great room you can put the back of the sofa or the back of the chairs to the door and the TV opposite of the door so that you're not putting the TV in the path where you walk to get into the room so keep that in mind when you're laying out your floor plan that you want to think about how people are going to walk through the space and what's the path of travel the next one is (laughs) a pet peeve of mine I have I have some pillow issues i'm not gonna lie but one of my pillow issues and one mistake that you might be making is having too small of pillows on your on your sofa sure pillows kind of are a touchy subject i know some people that tell me i don't want any pillows they're a pain in the ass you know i'm not having them they're a mess Um, Some people leave the pillows that come with their sofa on the sofa, and it's the same fabric that matches the sofa. I wouldn't recommend doing that. Or if you do have a large sofa, go ahead and leave some of those pillows. Keep some of those pillows, but also get some accent pillows that are contrasting or that have a little bit of pattern that go with your sofa. Don't leave only the pillows that came with your sofa. And you want to size up. So often you find pillows at you know big box stores or you know you can go into Target or home goods. Home goods has bigger ones, but you know the general pillow size would start around 18 by 18 inches. And those are small pillows. If you want a designer look, if you upgrade your pillow size to a 20 inch or a 22 inch, you can really change the look of your sofa almost overnight. So three things about pillows increase the size of your pillow go to a 20 inch or 22 inch pillow and even if they're not all that size you want to have one large one in each corner a 20 or 22 inch pillow and then the other ones right in front of it the decorative can be small they can be 18 inches that's fine but upgrade the size of the pillows the second thing is upgrade the fill inside of your pillow do not buy pillows that don't have a zipper and that only have an acrylic fill and the way that you're going to know if there's an acrylic fill or if there's a down fill inside of your pillow is if you can chop it so you want to fluff up your pillow and then you hold it you know upright or you sit it down upright it's all fluffed up in big plump kind of a ball and you just go straight down vertically with your with your hand and you just karate chop right down the middle of your pillow and if that chop stays and there becomes a v at the top of your pillow then you know that you have a down fill inside of your pillow down fills are much more comfortable they are more luxurious they hold their shape better and you can chop them so size up put in a down fill and you definitely also want to keep in mind the size of the fill versus the size of the pillow cover when you're shopping for specialty pillows even you can shop retail space for them or you can have them custom-made but you want the cover to be one size smaller than the insert and then this also keeps them plump so in addition to having a down fill or a down alternative fill you will have a more plump pillow if you have your pillow fill up one or two sizes sometimes a size is two inches but that's fine you're going to stuff the pillow fill in there and it's going to be just fine but it's going to come out looking plump and luxurious and you will have the right size pillows. They will be full and nice and fluffy, and they'll be chopped, so they will look finished. Start looking at pictures of interiors, and I want you to see and take note of how many big, plump, chopped pillows you see. And then take a look at your pillows and let me know if they are small, if they don't have a down fill, or if they are not—they don't have a plump enough fill. But take a note. Take note of it. And now you're going to be ruined for life you're never gonna be able to walk past a pillow without wanting to chop it. So now you know the tricks of the pillows. But these are the top three things that I wanted to share with you about furniture layouts and what you might be doing that makes your layout look like an amateur. We have the uh, furniture under arrest, all the way pushed out to the edges of the walls, nothing floating, no texture, you know, context, nothing for your eye to see, just to kind of look around the perimeter Number two is having people walk in front of the TV and not really paying attention to the path of travel, if you can avoid it. And then number three is definitely your pillows, your decorative pillows. You don't need a lot, but if you do them right, they'll have a big impact. So I hope that that was a nice little tidbit today for you to help with your furniture planning and some tips on living room design and keeping your space looking like a designer. Thank you for joining us today. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your podcast app. You'll be entered in our monthly giveaway for a special gift. Share this episode by taking a screenshot and sharing it on your favorite social app. And don't forget to tag us at Stewart Design Co. and let your friends know where they can get interior design support too. Remember, a year from now, you'll wish you had started today.